Hello there, I'm Todd Van Allen, and welcome to OK, So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. You know what street jokes are. All nine of Santa's reindeers are waiting for Santa on top of a roof. Uh, that sort of thing. Street jokes are amazing, and every episode we invite our guests to come on and tell us their favorite street joke. This episode, our guest is former comedy club owner and entrepreneur Scott Edwards. He worked with some of the greatest names in comedy, and as a former comedy club owner, has stories. Please welcome, without further ado, Scott Edwards. Hey, Scott! How are you? I am uh, spunky. Uh, Darcy, you're the producer. You're supposed to make sure Todd's on time, not yeah. the other way. <laughs> I'm glad we're recording this. Yes. Been a nightmare, Scott. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Everything is good. Holidays suck your time. They're just. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. But Dude. hey, you know, it's a festive time. Look at that. Todd's even got his. Uh, decorations on his mic there that's look at that uh, oh this is darcy uh, oh that's darcy this is me oh that's I'm darcy Todd. yes t- oh so darcy oh, so funny i've listened to a couple of your shows but they were audio only and right just uh anyway my you never bad. you never get the pick that's fine scott that's what, like so okay so here's the thing too let's let's talk about scheduling and the holidays and stuff like that like normally when people have problems you know, trying to get together for things is like, oh, you know, I'm already triple engaged because I've got, you know, work things or the family thing or whatever. And uh, when we were scheduling you in, Scott, you went, yeah, yeah, I should be back from Africa. What? <laughs> what? I literally, I'm still dealing with jet lag. I got My back God. late, late Saturday. Uh-huh. I spent uh, a week in London and then a little over two weeks in Kenya. Uh-huh, all right. And it was a series of uh, stops. I think there was uh, uh, 10 days at two safaris a day. So you kind of get safaried out, but you, <laughs> I've seen like every kind of animal and their babies. It was incredible. Uh, we won't go back. Uh, okay. But yeah. It was incredible. It you've was like you've done it. The, it sounds like it's been done. Things. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like it's been done. You've you've done it. Like there's no need yeah, to go back. Yeah. Right? Now I'm trying to go through the two thousand photos and trying to figure out what to share. But no, yeah, which elephant? Was, which was, elephant? Which cheetah? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's it's so funny because we have like uh, you know hundreds of photographs of elephants and cheetah and lion and giraffe and it was all incredible. But you know how do you how do you put it all together? But I apologize and I'm glad that we were able no. to set this up. And Todd, you you were busy yesterday. Did you get good things done? Yes, yes. Everything is. I, I think. I, I, I. It's. It's that thing where like you're just pulling that last piece out of the Jenga pile. It's like I think I'm done. I think. <laughs> I think I'm done. Well, if if you're yeah. not shopping on Christmas Eve, you're ahead of eighty uh, percent of the right. males on exactly. the planet. So yes, as I like to say, you're always standing there in a convenience store going, "Grandma likes gum, right?" <laughs> <laughs> right as long as it doesn't stick to her denture exactly exactly um, so uh, uh how are things up in ottawa uh they're great so just just so you know i'm in ottawa darcy is in uh toronto um okay, that's why I'll talk slower for yeah, him thank you uh, <laughs> anybody in the big cities uh moves too fast but uh i'm glad i'm glad you did not make the mistake of thinking ottawa was a big city thank you thank you so much yes no no i, I actually don't know much about Canada, but I know that. Uh, actually, my godson uh, lives in Nova Scotia. He oh, just sweet. got his uh, bi, um, 
nationality program. He's a professional animator. Oh, sweet. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, he works on The Loud House and a couple other uh, Cartoon Network shows, and yep. uh, we're very proud of him. There, there's a bunch of bunch of friends of mine actually work in that industry as well, so there's a lot of work going on on the East Coast right now, so that makes sense. Oh, so yeah. I mean, yeah. when he said he wanted to go into this as an industry, I said, have a plan B. <laughs> there's no jobs in California. This coming from a comedy club owner. Now, come on. <laughs> I had several plan B's. Sure you did. Uh, <laughs> you had more plan B's than Planned Parenthood. Now listen. Um, <laughs> exactly. And by the way, for your listeners, I'm in uh, Sacramento, California. Beautiful. Uh, California, the hellhole of the states. And uh, uh, But uh, <laughs> so happy and excited to finally be on uh, Above the Pub. Uh, <laughs> you know. I will tell you, I will tell you, I told you I spent four days, five days in London. Right. Uh, we hit every freaking pub we could and mm-hmm. had such a good time. I actually drink Guinness now. which Oh, beautiful. Cool. Beautiful. I will. I, I have to, I have to throw this out to you, Scott, because the listeners won't forgive me because um, we've actually rebranded to, okay, so here's one. Uh, so this, oh, is yeah, that the, this is, is that a new the one. actual title. This I saw is, that, but yeah. I thought, you know, being a Californian going to London and then Africa, Everybody drives on the wrong side of the road. Right. Yes. So I thought that was some mm. reference to your your uh, anyway. <laughs> no no overthought you, overthought. I will I will let you know this as well, Carson, Scott. You got to tell me these things. Oh, <laughs> um, I'll also let you know this, uh, Scott. Um, you're on the hook for a street joke. So just you know have that going in the background. Because yeah, there's the face <laughs> we I, like. That's I the Patreon the content. That's it. <laughs> I saw the promo about the street jokes, and and I was hoping I had passed that. No, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> Don't so worry. Does the recording start? Oh yeah, we've we've been going ever since you came on and shat on me for being late or whatever. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, so Scott, you, you, we again we met on this kind of Tinder for podcast guests uh, website. And, and by the way, you, your picture—you look much younger. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank. But Scott, not hard, eh? Not hard to look younger than this. The. Uh, you had me like you did like a one line pitch of like, hey, I used to own a lot of comedy clubs and I work with a lot of big names. I'm like, you had me at owned comedy clubs. So uh, I'm I'm a comic myself, and it's like, so I, I was oh. looking at, yeah, you you wouldn't know it by listening to me, but the. Well, I did some research on your bio, and it mm-hmm. sounds like you've been doing this show in various forms for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been we haven't taken the hint from the podcasting industry. We <laughs> we we keep some may say too long, right? In the same way that when you watched uh, Spotlight and they kept moving priests around for various reasons, not that badly. We keep <laughs> shuffling our name around, and then. And, we're not. Well, we're, we haven't done anything horrible. We haven't done other than really poor jokes. We really haven't done anything horrible. It's fine. It's fine. Well, good, 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 yes. good. No, it. Uh, uh, I was on the. Uh, maybe you would uh, compare to this. I, I was on the fringe of show business. I mean, I'm in Sacramento. We are far away from hubs like L.A. and, sure. and New York, and even San Francisco, where comedy got a good start. I'm, uh, you know, two hours east of that in this little town uh, that's the capital of the shit state, California. And <laughs> where are you originally from, Scott? Sacramento. I'm born and raised. You were born and raised? Okay. Yeah. Did I have to ask you, because you're shitting on California so much, I just have to ask. Our, was, have you not met our governor? Yeah, I was going to say, was you Doug Ford ever your governor? Because maybe that's why. Maybe that's, yeah. yeah. It's just the governor. No, yeah. no, we've had the worst taxes 
uh, homelessness. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not putting anybody in jail. Uh, You can walk in any store, and as long as you steal less than $1,000, nobody touches you. Well, that's Uh, your rebate. That's your rebate. Sorry? That's your rebate right there. That's what that is. Oh, oh, is that it? That's fine. I I That's totally fine. missed that. Right. I I thought somehow the undeserved were were getting all the free crap for No, 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 just take whatever you like. <laughs> so so what so what prompted what prompted the the move to owning a stand-up comedy club? Like where like like in the 80s obviously like that was the boom and I was I was not in it at that point. I was uh I was I I entered comedy at the time when just when everything was starting to close down I went, "Here I am, where are the rooms?" <laughs> And so about 92, 93. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of when that was my sweet spot. It's like, hey, yeah. how does this start? Okay. You're, you're a little late, pal. You know, grab well, well, grab a thousand bucks worth of stuff and then go out the door. Thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> worth of jokes. Yeah. Um, so, it was, so, yeah. So, so like, what was this like? Like, what was it like starting out? Well, I, I'm going to interject and just say we need a proper introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show live on this podcast. Scott. Edwards. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Very nice to be here. Can, thank you. Thank you. Can I tell you something? You're making. So, you're make, I, so he's allowed to have one. I can't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Scott, you just opened up a fucking can of worms right there because Darcy has been wanting to turn this thing into a morning show for ages. Oh. And you know, oh, Darcy, sorry. Darcy, this is my gift to you. You might as well unwrap it right now. New Year's new, 2024, bring in the soundboard. That's all I have to say. <laughs> bring in the soundboard. Scott is my witness. Merry yeah, Christmas. You know, I hope you enjoy need, it. There you go. Yeah, when you need fake noises to build up your own ego to make sure you can, you know, <laughs> yes. entertain the audience. Um, so in nineteen eighty, yes. I was a mere twenty-four years old. I'd already oh, started boy. a couple small companies. Uh, my first at age seventeen, a small construction company. So entrepreneurism is in my blood. Um, I went to, uh, on a vacation to LA. And visited the satellite of the comedy store in Westwood, California, a very small little club. Saw Dave Couillet, mm-hmm. uh, Sandra Bernhardt, a few others, and said, holy crap, we need this in Sacramento. Cool. Came up and quit my job, went bankrupt, cleared the deck. And in August of 1980, opened up my first club, Laughs unlimited okay. all comedy showroom mm-hmm. and that i built that up to a chain of three clubs uh we ran it for over 21 years it is still operating today wow when i opened it it was the 12th full-time club in the country and now it's one of the oldest clubs in the country that is pretty awesome so uh darcy will know um and and you will know as a comic why uh, why i'm going about to lead into the, who books that who books it now <laughs> yeah jennifer is her name okay and, all right uh, i will reach I'm out involved with the show uh, the club anymore <laughs> back in the day i did all the bookings i was very lucky uh, i hooked up with uh, dave collier mm-hmm. uh, who introduced me to bob saget who introduced right. me to gary shandling who introduced right. me to george wallace and it just went on and on these are huge um, names buddy there's- yeah, in in the in the uh, uh, world of stand up comedy, these were the guys that really put. You know, there was a lot of guys ahead of time that mm-hmm. you know broke through the glass ceiling and really laid the foundation, of course. But in 1980, I got a chance to, you know, for example, one of my regulars was Jerry Seinfeld, and this mm-hmm. was uh, sorry, who's that? Years before. Yeah, I know you've never heard of him, <laughs> but, Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Jewish fella, is that right? Okay, all right. Jewish guy, about okay. this tall. Huh. And uh, mm. uh, and a few years, uh, there was a few years before he got the, his show. Right. Um, but anyway, all these guys, you know, uh, love working for me because they 
could work out of town and not be seen by producers and directors in Sacramento. Nobody cares. Right. And they could work on material and practice things and then go back. In fact, uh, Bob Saget said, Hey, I want to bring a friend up. He needs to develop a, a three minute comedy set for a TV show. Can I guess? Sure. Can I guess Jim Carrey? Nope. Oh, uh, Sorry. much, much, much more famous now, but this was his very first sitcom and he went on to fame and fortune. It was Tom Hanks. Shit. Whoa. Tom Hanks worked my stage. I taught him how to use a mic and where to look, all the kind uh -huh. of physical things. And Bob Saget wrote material for him. And then he went back and performed it on his very first show, which was called Bosom Buddies. Right. Back in 1980. And then he used those skills in the documentary Punchline. Yes. Yes. But I had nothing to do with that. This no. was, you know, this was much, much earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, when I first opened in August 1980, my opening act, his very first road gig, I paid him $150 okay. for a week worth of work was Gary Shandling. Wow. Um, wow. I mean, it, it goes on and on. Uh, Yakov Smirnov, famous Russian comic, yep. uh, was learning English while playing my club. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Harry Anderson, uh, before Night Court. May you rest in peace. Cheers was a regular at my place. Mm -hmm. Um you know, you can't see it, but right there's an old album from a good, good friend of mine, Pat Paulson. Yes. Who was a regular on the mm -hmm. Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Pat, Pat uh, Paulson is, is one of those guys, like, like I, I was, I, was I, I hate to tell you this, I was kind of going through your website, and... Um, you got Sorry. this. You got this picture of Pat Paulson. I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. And he showed up. He was like one of those. He's like, I, I would, I would encourage everyone listening to go Google Pat Paulson, P-A-U-L-S-E-N. And as soon as you see him, you just go. If you're if you're of a certain age, it's like yes, he was in everything. Like I think yeah. I think he showed up like a, shows. Yes, uh, he showed up on like president. Like, he was actually on the ballot in a couple states. Yeah, yeah. As a, it was a joke at first, but he was actually uh, ran for two <laughs> uh -huh. years, two different uh, terms. Yeah, uh, we became very good friends. I brought him in because my father, who had a great sense of humor. Uh, really enjoyed the classics, and so I kind of went out of my way once my club had some success to bring in people like Pat Paulson. In fact, one of the other great stories for somebody like you that would remember, most of your audience may not, but there was a really famous TV show where the uh, host uh, threw a pie in the face of celebrities mm -hmm. uh, from Ronald Reagan, John Wayne, any celebrity you can name, and it was soupy sales yes and i had soupy sales at my club mm -hmm. and i actually got a pie thrown in my beautiful soupy sales <laughs> beautiful. on tv it was a promo and uh nice. amazing amazing stuff you can do when you're you know pretending to be in the business yeah the so, so here's the thing about soupy sales first of all i always when i was a kid I always confused him with Sid Caesar yeah, because of, well, because of the name, right? Yeah. And 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 I was thinking about him the other day. I was like, "Oh yeah, Soupy Sales." I always someone mentioned Sid Caesar in the show shows. And I went, "Oh yeah, and then there's Soupy Sales who always showed up as like, you know, I'll take Soupy Sales to block like like he was always like a Hollywood Squares guy. Hollywood Squares, right. right? And then I I I I looked and I cuz it hit me. I was just walking the dog and went, what the fuck did Soupy Sales do? Like, what was his thing? And then I Googled it, and the internet basically went, yeah, you got me. Like, he was, Soupy Sales was, <laughs> was like, he was famous for being famous. Like, he was just kind of, like, funny enough kind of around that thing, and everyone was like, well, like, it, you know, if he showed up on Johnny's couch, you wouldn't, you wouldn't turn was, off the he TV. Was the he was the 70s it, version of the Kardashians. Effectively, <laughs> Yes. 
right? Like, like yeah, him and Nipsey stuff. Russell should have had a bowling team, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great reference, right? Uh, Soupy was one of the. He was a um, vaudeville comic. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of the clubs and casinos back in the '60s and '70s, and in the '70s, he actually had a a half hour long uh, comedy hour kind of thing where he did skits and he would throw a pie in famous people's faces. And, uh, um, but you're right. The, he wasn't famous for any movies or anything that lasted very long, but uh, for people over 50, maybe 60 mm-hmm. <laughs> soupy sales, Pat Paulson, these kind of guys were some of the groundbreakers of the day back with George Carlin and those guys, you know, um, and we have to, uh, as fans of comedy, uh, as I am, and by the way, I was on stage every night for mm-hmm. over two decades as the, my club MC beauty. And I did three TV series and I did radio and I did concerts, but I'm not a stand up comic and I'm really good on stage. I'm great with audiences. Uh, I'm kind of a control freak. I'm like a director. But the difference is, and you, uh, Todd, are that difference. You can write material. Mm-hmm. So I can be funny, but a comic writes material, and that, to me, is the distinction. Well, God, God bless you for not looking up my act. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I thought you were just a good-looking guy. Oh. I didn't know you were a comic Come now. guy. So Come now. Now, now who's giving me a married. gift? Come on. Come on. Um, here's a here's a, a a question for you because like like when you open with Gary Shandling at at, at a at a club like 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 that's that's stupendous. Uh, we'll and we'll take we'll take Pat out of this and as as an equation. Who was a comic that you know made their way to Sacramento for the first time and you just saw them and you went, holy cow, this is the next big thing. Like who, like who like because I I will I will give you sort of like. Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned sort of like the the number of of comics that that came out. The guy that got me into this, where I went, oh, that's how you do it, and I saw it live for the first time was uh, Jay Leno, and I saw him. I saw him at a at a at a huge theater in Ottawa, and as soon as I saw it, I went, well, that's the thing. And just watching yeah, him is like the king of monologist, him and Seinfeld. Uh, Jay worked for me several times. I actually produced a couple sold out concerts, rather large concerts with Jay mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, but to answer your question, the uh, the one guy that had everything he could do impressions and dialects and stand up and he was a musician and he could sing and he was really in one person encapsulated stand up comedy and I was one of the first places he played, uh, Dana Carvey. Yep. He can do just about anything, anytime. He went on to fame and fortune with Wayne's World and a couple of his own movies, uh, Saturday Night Live, of course. In mm-hmm. fact, the story, my connection there is he was working for me. And after a Thursday night show, where me and him and a couple of young ladies are sitting in a jacuzzi and Dana looked perplexed. And I said, Dana, you know, what's going on? And he goes, ah. I just had a call that they want me in New York on Monday. So that's great. He goes, yeah, but it's Saturday night live. And it was Lauren Michaels that called me. It was like, right. Ah. right. <laughs> and he was like half excited and half freaked out mm-hmm. because even though he'd been in the business uh, several years, he'd had no uh, celebrity and was just a guy. Yeah. What, what color, what color did the water in the jacuzzi turn right after that? 
<laughs> did it? Well, we were very careful with drugs back then. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> It, it, but, that, you know, to be able to share that moment with him, and we were really good friends. He he actually brought, uh, you know, Chopping Broccoli and some of his famous song, um, the Burger King song and Chopping Broccoli, just to name a couple. He actually brought his brother's band with female backup singers and a full band. We had him for a full week at the club, mm-hmm. and he was singing all his kind of now famous songs. But with a full band. I mean, it was, and I have video of all this. It's incredible. Right. I just got done watching, uh, it, it had been on my shelf and I kind of forgot I had it. It was like, Oh my God, I forgot this. Uh, Joyride, which is a, uh, basically a comedy, sh- uh, like a stand up special slash documentary that follows Dana Gould and Bobcat Goldthwaite. And have, that's good. did you ever have I either have, of those guys? Oh, Bobcat worked for me all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, uh, Dana, Dana was um, doing. I mean, I knew him. Mm-hmm. I'd seen him at shows, but he did not play my club. Some uh, comics have kind of a um, circuit that they yeah. work, and and you know, I had three clubs, so they would call me, and I'd set them up with like two gigs at each of my clubs and they like, wow, six gigs in the year. They're happy. Yeah. And some guys just didn't make it through. Dana didn't, but, uh, Bobcat was one of our regulars Yeah, and he, he was a little crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, always entertained the audience. And, and as you saw in the special has a unique style. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a, a side story, uh, Gary Shandling, I mentioned was an opening act back. This is like 80, 81. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, Wednesday night with maybe 16 people in the audience. Okay. My rule was you had to have 10 people to do a show, and there was maybe 16. And Gary's about halfway through a show, and this guy gets up to go to the restroom. And Gary just stops and goes, ah, that's too high a percentage of this room. <laughs> and he goes, come with me. And he took the whole rest of the audience, 15 people, men and women, into the men's room, this poor guy's at the urinal trying to do his business. Gary goes and stands right behind him. Mm-hmm. And without making any reference to where he was and what the guy was doing, Gary went right back into his act. Beautiful. The whole audience is crammed in there. It was a moment that never happened again. And just like once in a lifetime moments. And we made sure he washed. Beautiful. <laughs> But that, that, you know, things like that uh, are, are some of the special moments that uh, now many decades later, I get a chance to relive and share on my podcast right. and, and, and in video. And it is uh, uh, was such a great dream to be a part or on the, as I say, the fringes show business. Um, but much like you, Todd, I, I broke down the walls and was stretching out for fame. Mm-hmm. Beauty. Yeah. Didn't get it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. That sound means it's time for uh, the street joke part of the show. Uh, this is where I invite you, the guest, to come on and tell your favorite street joke. If you do not have one, Scott, don't worry. We have you covered because I can firstly go to the uh, guest uh, or a listener of the show who uh, has, has written in. Once again, uh, we have CB Inc. Who's coming. J- Darcy, I think in the new year, we're just going to call this CB, Inc., CB Inc.'s Joke Corner, I think. Yeah, yeah time on. to rebrand it. I think it's rebranded. Yes. CB Inc.'s Joke yep. Corner. Uh, wait, wait a minute. I actually have. Okay. Joke. All right. Well, let me do, let me do CB Inc.'s and then, oh, I, and then we'll, and then we'll yeah. throw to you. He takes precedent. He's a listener. 
Um, <laughs> Scott, if you knew our numbers, you wouldn't ask this. Um, so uh, for those of you who want to send in your own joke and have it read uh, on air, we will gladly do so. You send it to jokes at oshopod.com and you know the rules, no isms, no obias. It can be dirty or clean. So this one is uh, kind of walks the line between dirty and clean. That's why I kind of like it. So uh, a young man. Had to put his father in a home, and he went for his first visit. And he says to his dad, how are you, dad? And he goes, oh, it's great. Lots of people here to talk to. We got tons of games. And when they put you to bed, they give you a hot chocolate and a Viagra. And the son goes, "I uh, they what, what, what do they do, dad? And he goes, yep, they give me a hot chocolate, which uh, helps you go to sleep, and a Viagra. And he goes, this time couldn't have put him in a home sooner enough. This guy is just off his head. So as he's leaving, he stops by the front desk and he goes, I'm just going to check this out. So he asked the the one behind the counter, he's like, hi, uh, my dad told me that uh, you guys give him a hot chocolate and a Viagra at night. And she goes, oh yes, we do. And he, he goes, why? He goes, well, the hot chocolate helps put them to sleep. And the Viagra is to make sure they don't roll out of bed. <laughs> Seize the day, CB Inc. Thank you, CB Inc. for the CB Inc. joke corner. Yes, very good. Gorgeous, gorgeous joke. Uh, Scott, I would invite you to tell your joke, and I hope it's dumber than that one. Well, it's I. I the funny thing about being a club owner is everybody wants you to be funny, and mm-hmm. I, I go, look, I'm not a comic. You know, I, I have personality. I can control an audience. I can interact with an audience. I don't 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 do jokes, and I don't write jokes. But I had to learn one clean mm-hmm. and one dirty okay. that I could do when when pressured. All right. So uh, for out of respect to your audience, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do the clean one. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so a guy's out hunting. Okay. And it's not hunting season. And he bags this deer and he throws his gun on one side and a deer on the other. And he's hiking out. And a ranger jumps out from behind a tree and says, sir. Sir, you with the gun, what are you doing? It's not hunting season. And he goes, no, this is my gun, and I'm just out for a hike. He goes, no, your other shoulder. And he goes, ah! (laughs) (laughs) And that's the Patreon content that we're looking for. Um, Um, Scott, that's beautiful. Uh, What is the name of your podcast just before we we leave you here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out the comedy of Stand-Up Comedy, your host and MC, a wonderful podcast with interviews, stand-up comedy, and stories from the famous and not-so-famous. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, And Scott, can people find you on uh, social media? Do you have have, uh, a handle? Jeez, come on. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a website, standupcomedyyourhostandmc.com or standupyourhostandmc.com. You know, I've written a couple books yep. about comedy, so, you know, they can get those on Amazon. Beauty. Plug, plug, plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, another podcast that's short version because my main one, I don't know about you, but they're about 40 minutes to an hour, a long version. I do a short version a uh, five-minute show. Mm-hmm. It's all stories and comedy. Just joke, joke, joke. It's called Comedy Appetizers. Beautiful. So be sure to check that out. Okay. Uh, we will point everyone uh, to your uh, to your website in the show notes, and uh, they can find you there. Scott, fantastic having you. 
Well, Fantastic thank you. Having we had a chance to discover people like Pat Paulson and Soupy Sales. Yes, where people exactly. in your audience are going, hmm, right? Ooh, hey. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> by the time they listen to this, the internet will have an answer for Soupy Sales. Other than I don't know. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Enjoy the holiday, sir. Thank you so much, Todd and uh, Darcy. Thank you so much. I'm glad that we got this together, and it's been an honor and a pleasure to be on your show. Okay, so here's one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to OK So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. Thank you to Scott for telling his joke. You can uh, find him at his website, standupcomedyyourhostandmc.com. There's links in the show notes. This is a bit wordy. Um, He's got all kinds of great things there, podcast, book, the whole Megillah. So make sure you check out standupcomedyyourhostandmc.com. You can find 23 seasons of our previous podcast, Comedy Above the Pub, that feature many of the guests that you have heard previously. You can find these at comedyabovethepub.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. If you like our podcast, please tell your friends, like, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, and leave a review, and you know the drill. Leave a five-star review, but talk shit about us in the comments. Five stars, talk shit about us in the comments. The show is produced by Darcy Finder. Our music is done by Larry Bryant. Artwork is done by Wojtek Arkaszewski. And hey, if you've got a joke that you want us to tell on air, you can send it to us. You know the rules. It can be dirty or clean, just not racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, or xenophobic, or as we say here, no isms. No obias. Send your joke to jokes at oshopod.com. That's jokes at oshopod.com. Stands for okay. So here's one podcast. Uh, you can send your questions and comments about the show to show at oshopod.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Blue Sky as well, and TikTok at oshopod. You can follow me personally on the same platforms at hey, it's TVA, except for Instagram, you need an underscore, and I'm not on Blue Sky yet. Why is the podcast there? I don't know. For my performances and anything coming up in the new year, go to hatestva.com slash calendar. You can join our Patreon for $3 a month and you get the full, raw, unedited video feed, plus bonus perks and extra jokes at patreon.com slash oshopod. Just a note, uh, we're taking some time off during the holidays because uh, after 26 episodes, we deserve it. So we will be back in the new year with a whole bunch of guests, laughs, and of course, street jokes. I'm Tavin Allen on behalf of Scott, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself. Thank you for listening to OK So Here's One, Jimmy, Bobby, and Monty. You're always the podcast. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <laughs>